¿Qué tal? ¿Qué tal? You are listening to Como la Flor con Flor. I want to give a huge shout out to all my metiches out there. I've been hearing around the grapevine that we are really loving this metiche label <laughs> that I decided to use for this podcast. And I, I use it with cariño, right? So usually, um, so I've said in previous segments that I'm half Guatemalan, half Mexican. I was born in the U.S., but my mom is from Guatemala and my dad's from Michoacan, Mexico. And in both Spanish ver versions, metiche is someone that's nosy, right? So usually you don't like to be called like a nosy little bitch, right? In this case, I'm reclaiming the metiche in the sense that, yeah, you might be a little nosy about what's going on, but it's also you showing support and maybe there's something in what I'm saying that is resonating with you. Maybe you are feeling validated. Maybe you have found community through my stories. Whatever it is, I say metiche with, with love and a little bit of humor because we need to laugh, you know? So I want to give you all a huge shout out and I... I really enjoy hearing how at least some of what I'm saying is resonating because I like to show people that there is hope and that you're not alone. So in this segment, I was kind of debating on what to talk about and these past couple of weeks have been very, I don't even know what to, it's just been like, I have a loss for words. I was reflecting yesterday Yesterday was my grandfather's two-year death anniversary. And maybe like two, three days before that, I launched the book that I co-authored. Today's Inspired Young Latina, Volume 4. If you're all interested in purchasing it, send me a message. Find me on social media, Esperanza Equity Consulting, LLC. I am still accepting book orders. Anywho, the day of the, the book launch, I was looking at the dates because something in my heart was telling me, you know, this is a very weird time. Like, you shouldn't feel this exhilarated. And I, I had to check the date and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, around this time, my grandpa was, you know, taking his last walks, his last breath, low-key saying his goodbyes two years ago. So I kind of felt conflicted in what I was feeling. I was excited because I was finishing up my first draft for my dissertation proposal that's taken me fucking months. And I was on my way to meet some of the co-authors of the book. And I was excited. I mean, I was organically excited that I was finishing up my draft finally and I was launching a book And through my reflection, I was doing another reflection. So on my way to the book launch, um, or the, I guess it wasn't a book launch, it was a author meet or whatever you want to call it. I drove from downtown Chicago to Aurora, Illinois. And I don't know about the rest of you. There are days where I'm just tired of listening to the same music over and over again. I mean, I love Bad Bunny, don't get me wrong, but there's only so much Bad Bunny a bitch can listen to, you know? I was running on four hours of sleep 
And on my way there, I just kind of zoned out on the music. I, I could hear it playing in the background, but I wasn't paying attention to the lyrics. I wasn't paying attention to any of that. I was paying attention to the road. There was a lot of traffic, but I kind of just got lost in my thoughts. And as I'm driving and I'm getting nearer to Aurora, I start reminiscing on my commute to NIU, which is where I earned my bachelor's from. And I've shared in a previous segment bits and pieces about my experience with earning my bachelor's. And I was like, damn, dude, me talking to myself. There was, I told myself, there was a point at when I was earning my bachelor's that I was driving through this road either to or from DeKalb and I was completely depressed. I, I, I kind of feel like all I see is gray. It's almost like I was just a shadow driving back and forth. And although if you look at some pictures from those days that you might have access to through my Facebook, or if you went to school with me back then, we probably took some pictures. Although I might seem like I was okay, like on the inside, I felt like I was fucking decaying. My my soul was just so hurt. Like it was just pain, pain all around. And I was digging myself into a hole emotionally and academically. And as I'm driving there, I'm telling myself, while you were driving through here way back when, and you were feeling like that, you would have never imagined that you would be driving down this road at some point in the future to go meet co-authors of a book that you are launching. And I just was surprised. I was so surprised. And I just kind of stuck with that feeling. And I, I, I got a little emotional, I'm not gonna lie. Got a little teary-eyed. And I just kind of stuck with that. There, there was a day where I knew I was driving back home. And I knew that that would be the last time I would be driving from DeKalb to my house because I was getting academically dismissed. And there I was driving to Aurora from downtown Chicago to meet some other women that also co-authored the book. And afterwards, I left, I got home like at one. I was driving from Aurora to Northwest Indiana because I had just met some empowering women that shared different stories of their own shit that they had to deal with. And as this is going on, I'm looking at the dates and I'm feeling exhausted, but I'm also feeling excited. I'm just sitting there like, dude, how often have you kept yourself from doing something because you're scared? You're scared you're going to fail. You're scared you're going to get hurt. You're scared that you're going to prove people right. 
and that's just been on my mind this this week has been extremely weird i've been like chronically exhausted it doesn't matter how much i sleep like i could sleep eight hours five hours ten hours my eyes been twitching and I, I wake up and I'm like, okay, but then a couple hours into the day, I'm exhausted. Like I need a nap by 5 p.m. It's just been crazy. And I'm wondering if part of that is because of lack of vitamin D, you know, in the Midwest, the sun isn't out as often as we're used to or as often as we need. But I'm also wondering if part of that is that I'm tired because I've been on the go for the last couple weeks. I work a full-time job as an advisor. I teach a freshman class three hours on Thursdays, once a week. I've been working on my dissertation, which requires a lot of reading, a lot of writing. And if I get into the mood to write at, towards the end of the day, I just kind of zone in and try to do as much as possible but then I need some time to unwind because my brain doesn't want to shut off afterwards. So I think all of, and then I teach on Fridays. I come home, I try to cook as much as I can. I have my dogs, you know, I'm, I have a partner. We have things that we like to do together. So the holidays had just passed. It's just been a lot of giving and giving and giving. So. I'm wondering if my body feels comfortable now to chill out. I have no clue. We'll see. But it's it's been a weird week this week because I feel weird that I have more downtime. I was able to go to a workout class today that it's been in the back of my mind to try but I just don't make the time for it usually because usually if I get in the mood to write that's what I do I went to cycling yesterday and then I stayed for toning right after I've been able to just sit down and watch a movie or fuck read for fun yes because I do I actually do like to read for fun I like to read fiction so it's been weird. It's been very weird. And I did get a little sad yesterday thinking about my grandfather's death anniversary. But in the same breath, I've never felt closer to him. I feel like since he he left the earth, it's kind of like, He's always around and I feel like as long as I keep thinking about him and I have conversations with him in my head that he'll continue to live on and one of the things that I heard when I went to this co-author meetup was a story from um, I think her name is Jackie Ruiz, I want to say. She's one of the publishers of the book. Amazing woman, just so much resilience, cancer survivor. She's a, a pilot now and just so many beautiful things. And all she 
focused on was leaning into curiosity and leaning into whatever you're scared of. And she's like, when you're at the brink of death and you've faced it and you've heard that you're not going to make it, but then you do, you kind of, my takeaway was like, you kind of lose fear because you've already faced death. And a lot of us are scared because we're scared of getting hurt. We're scared of dying. We're scared that things aren't going to work out in our favor. But if you come to terms with the fact that all of us have the same conclusion, at some point we're all going to die, then you really don't have anything to lose. So as I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about my grandfather and how... You know, everyone makes their own mistakes. They live their life the way they do. They experience trauma in their own ways. And there's aftermaths of this trauma. He had his own. And once he was, you know, getting close to death, even though he wasn't affectionate with his kids, he still managed to say bye you know, que se despidiera of every single one of his kids. And he left a legacy behind. He left his avocado orchards. And for me, his legacy isn't so much the the avocado business. Like, yes, I'm proud that him and my grandma worked so hard and they were able to launch that. And them being illiterate while this was going on, like they didn't really know how to read or write like that. For me, the legacy is hearing their stories of ambition, of hope, of sacrifice, of just working hard for this vision that they had until they were able to achieve it. That's the legacy that he left for me and that when my grandma when god takes her from us that she's gonna leave behind too so that's what i try to focus on with my stuff i feel like i've gotten stuck in my own head about my academic abilities because i'm still stuck on the fact that i had my undergraduate experience, that I experienced depression and that I let that keep me from moving forward. But as I'm reflecting on all this, I can't help but think about a springboard. So if you look at a spring or even a resortera, a slingshot, for the slingshot to work, for you to be able to propel a rock, a pebble, whatever, Using the slingshot, you have to pull it back. So as I'm reflecting on all this, I don't regret it. I don't regret any of my experiences. I don't regret my experience with suicide ideation. I don't regret my experience with academic dismissal. I don't regret the abuse I received from my mom or the neglect that I got from my dad when I needed his help the most. Because all of this adversity just, it was pulling me back for a while 
but as soon as I came to terms with it and I and I had to realize my own courage and my own assets, I've fucking sprung forward. Like I feel like I haven't stopped. I took a break after my master's degree and it was just because I didn't want to take out any more loans. I took a break from my academic endeavors, but career-wise, I was still learning, I was still growing. I launched a financial education program at the job I was at at the time. I made it with one of my undergraduate students at the time. I was networking. I've been pivotal in other people's lives just by being myself, by being vulnerable, by being authentic, unapologetically. And fuck, like, I just have to give myself the... The kudos, like I've I've done a lot. I've done a lot. So this whole time while I'm like sleep deprived and I'm reflecting and all this, I'm like, dude, you haven't given yourself the credit. And I don't, I don't give myself enough credit. Part of it is because of me trying to maintain humility. I want to maintain Humility, so I don't get in my own head or get a big head because I also feel like life has a way of bringing you back down to the earth. Like you're going to smack your ass face first onto the ground if your head gets too big. And that will keep you from growing too. However, you should also give yourself credit when it's due. Because that will also help you, you know, move forward. So I have to do a better job of giving myself grace. When I'm tired, I'm tired and I'm feeling guilty for laying down or reading a book or just laying there and thinking or watching a Netflix series because I'm always on the fucking go. I'm always on the go. I'm always thinking about what my next move is. I'm always thinking about betterment. I'm always thinking about how I can be of better service to my community. And that gets exhausting. And I always feel like I'm not doing enough. I actually told one of my younger sisters that a couple weeks ago, I told her, she said, oh, like she messaged me. She's like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you launching this book. Like, You've been working a lot and she's like, just know that, that I'm proud of you and, and you've been doing a lot of good work. You should be proud of yourself. And I told her, I'm like, you know, I appreciate that because I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And it's not that I compare myself to other people. I just, I feel like I'm one of those people to myself that is like, I see your potential. You can do more. And that's not healthy either. I know every day I'm doing my best and I need to be okay with that. So these are my out loud thoughts because I know I'm not alone in this sentiment. I see a lot of y'all hustling out there. I see a lot of y'all moving forward with hope and losing sleep and low-key asking for help and just know that the grind we've all kind of bought into that shit and yes it's worked out in our favor in some cases because out here in the u.s you gotta grind you know to make your life 
especially if you're from a minoritized community. And with that being said, we are at a deficit because these systems weren't made for us. So when we're grinding out here, we are literally grinding from negative. So for you to even get to a one or to a 10, that's a lot. So give yourself some grace, spend time with your family, take that trip that you want to take, work towards that goal that you want to work towards, but take a fucking break. And don't feel guilty for that. We have bought into this grind culture. We have gotten used to being on the go all fucking day, missing out on meals, missing out on birthdays, Christmases, Thanksgivings, visiting our family in other countries, reading that novel you want to read. And at the end of the day, all you're going to really leave behind that is going to matter to people is how you made them feel the experiences that you had with these people. And I say that because my grandfather left properties. He left a little bit of money to continue funding these properties. And his own fucking kids basically fucked him and my grandma over. So they didn't give a single fuck about maintaining his quote-unquote legacy of the avocado ranches or the house, or their own mother. They just wanted to take it and run with it. But it's cool. Because in the midst of them behaving in their organic way, the rest of us, their nieces, their nephews, got to see it all. And although... I wasn't personally there every single day to see it happen. It's still an experience for me. And they can kiss my ass with all that. That is the legacy they're leaving behind for me. Whenever God decides to take them. But we're not always surrounded by negative people or by hungry ass motherfuckers like that. Luckily, the universe has a way of also surrounding us by hopeful people, people that shed light on our life, that are supportive of our craziest dreams. And that's what we need to focus on. So while you are breathing, while you are walking, while you are able to move around and make time for people, make that fucking time. Don't spend so much time on the grind because the grind is not going to pay you back in the way that you want it to. There's no way for the grind to reciprocate. And this country always has a way of making sure that they move the fucking benchmark for people like me. So try to keep a balance. We're almost at the end of the year. So if you're someone that kind of needs a fresh start, a new chapter... Start journaling that shit and start thinking about it for January. You got 12 months starting January to figure out this new lifestyle that you want to live. And hopefully, knock on wood, I'm able to spend Christmas with my family. And we're able to break bread together, make more memories, have more experiences because that's the legacy I want to leave behind. I want my legacy to whoever I come across to be that I made them feel good that we laughed, that we cried good tears, that it was wholesome, 
that they felt like they were in community, that they were loved, embraced, that I was supportive of their dreams, that I heard them, I listened to their, their stories, that I provided a brave space for them to be themselves. So if you're in the Midwest, I hope you're staying warm out there. And if you're in warmer climate, I'm hating on you hard as hell. But that is it for today, y'all. I appreciate you all listening to me. Again, Esperanza Equity Consulting LLC is my social media. I did provide the screenshots of Spotify's Wrapped for 2022. I did start this podcast a little late in the year. But despite that, the data showed really, really cool data points. So I appreciate all of you and your support. And once again, if you want to buy the book, send me a message. I also have a hoodie that my friend Ale from Ale's Custom Creations created for me. It says Terca on there. If you don't know what Terca means, it means stubborn. It's a very cute hoodie. It's in like a lime green type of color. You can see it on my Instagram as well. Se cuidan, stay warm, and I'll catch y'all next time.